0: No, you're not alone, because I'm going to make this place your home. News Radio 840 WHAS.
1: Good Sunday morning. I'm Cicola, the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you for the next 30 minutes. Hope you're doing well. In the studio, some great people. Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736. Wave to the camera there if you will. Good would. morning. Also here, yes, go ahead, Wave, go ahead. Lee Harris, Legal Counsel, Limestone Title and Escrow. Hey, okay. 649 7964 is her number. And then my son Greg, Greg at we Sell Louisville or?
2: At we Sell Louisville on Instagram. You'll see me.
1: And the reason why I saying wave to the camera is because we record all of our shows for uh, YouTube. We have a, our own YouTube channel, which gives you a chance to see the individual questions in person or a show. If you want to see it for yourself, head to Louisvilleanswers.com. That's LouisvilleAnswers.com. Okay. Our first question comes from somebody right here hmm. at 84 W H A S. It's our own producer, Jim Finn. Jim, you normally don't talk on the air, but not very much. But He's let's usually in the shipping
2: in. container back there. That but, actually uh, is.
1: But he has a, he had a problem, and I think it's a problem that a lot of people either have had, may have, or are currently having, go ahead, Jim, what was it? What had
3: happened at my house back in the end of July when we had those storms come through, Mm -hmm. pretty much the wind blew out every tree in my yard, about 90% of my fence, some garage windows. So I'm getting everything, I'm getting the trees removed, the fence replaced, the windows fixed. But the question I have is some of the trees that fell in my yard Mm -hmm. is behind my fence line, On property owned by MSD. And they fell into your fence,
1: destroying part of your fence. Yes,
3: and they did come and remove that part. Mm -hmm. But I'm about ready to put up a new fence. But the problem, the the question I have is, there's a bunch of trees back there right now that are leaning. And I'm afraid that, you know, another storm comes through, it's going to fall on my new fence. Is there anything I can do to protect myself, you know, with without spending
1: a lot of money on a new fence and having it destroyed as well. All right, so legally first, legally does MSD have any – does Jim have any recourse against MSD to remove those trees or to share in reparations for his existing fence repairs?
4: the issue of trees is uh, always a neighbor issue. It's constant. We get calls about this all the time. Um, Generally speaking, uh, you don't have to – Uh, remove your trees. Uh, However, uh, if a tree is leaning over your property, the owner has the right to cut those trees up as long as they don't damage it up through the property line. Mm. Um, If you see that a tree is precarious, you know, it's dead or it's got some problems, you should notify the owner of that property. In a registered
1: letter, correct? Right.
4: Send it somehow where you can prove you did it. And if then a storm comes through and ruins your fence or falls on your garage or whatever it might be, you could then have recourse. Um, But uh, if it's just a tree standing there and a storm comes through and it falls on your yard, they're probably not going to have any liability. So we're
2: dealing with MSD and not just a neighbor. Right, right. Yeah, It's a big (laughs) entity. But Jim, is MSD helping you pay for
1: any of the new fence or anything like
2: that or your insurance company?
3: The insurance company is, but not MSD. MSD. Mm
1: -hmm. But they did remove the tree that had fallen. So based on what Lee's saying to you and anybody else who's listening who has trees on a neighbor's property where they're concerned about those trees falling on their property and doing either bodily harm or damaging part or all of the property is to send a registered letter. To that person. With pictures, maybe? No, I don't think you need to do that, right? You so just, just uh, a register a okay. letter yeah. saying, yeah. listen, and do you send a copy to your insurance company as well? No, or just, I would just send matter. them
4: a letter and say, look, I think your tree looks like it's dead or it looks like it's, it's going to fall or, you know, with the next windstorm. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, and please remove it or please contact me to, you know, so we can work this out. And uh, but the tree thing is, you know, the law is very specific. You know, you can cut back what's over your property so line, and all that. Stop but
1: there, right there, because I want to ask you about that. So you say you can cut, you can cut back what's over your property line, right? Do you have to get the permission of your neighbor mm. first?
4: No, but you cannot kill their tree because if you cut it back to the degree that it would kill their tree or yeah. damage their tree, yeah. then you're in a totally different position, which is. You got to pay them for the tree, so you got to be careful with right. a tree issue.
1: But I, it, out of sheer courtesy, it might be worth it when you see a neighbor say, "Listen, your tree's uh, hanging over on my property. Right.
2: If you don't mind, I don't mind. I'm going to cut it back sure. so it's not doing that." We always I, talk about bringing that pie over, yeah, and, right. uh, pie, is, making nice with the neighbor. The I don't best think, thing I don't think to do can is, do is that to that work Jim, I'm not sure <laughs> if that's a possibility, right? Yeah, because Sandy and I have home trees around our house. She I makes a good pie.
1: So. Yeah, no, no, she doesn't make good pie, but I don't <laughs> think she. Well, I don't think we both believe that there are any that are danger, but that's a really good point. Yeah. And Jim, thanks for bringing that up because that helps, I'm sure, a lot of people. All right, right, thank you. All right. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sakota. Oh, by the way, just uh, FYI, um, coming up a little later on in the show, Why Selling Your Home Yourself is a Terrible Idea. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Now, to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sakota, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840WHAS. Hello.
5: Bob, this is Sandy. Yeah. I'm thinking about purchasing a home under 50,000. Is it possible to get a loan under 50,000? and what would the payment be?
1: Randy, you raised an eyebrow.
0: Uh, it's a lot more difficult to get a loan under 50,000. More of a portfolio product with a local bank uh, in your area would be the best thing to do. And yes, you can get those type of loans. Usually it does require about 20 percent down. And you're looking at a payment. You're looking at an interest rate on an adjustable rate mortgage, usually around six and a half to seven percent. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be looking at a payment on a fifty thousand dollar loan of somewhere around seven point. Real quick, I'm sorry, I know we're on there three hundred and fifty dollars principal and interest, and you're looking at about forty dollars in taxes. So that's three ninety, and homeowner's insurance about forty. So you're about four hundred thirty dollars. He's got glasses on, so I trust him. No, he, no, he did that math right.
1: That's I all. think he's doing his Gazintas really well. Do you know what I'm talking about when Gazintas? No, I
2: don't. I'm not that smart. The last time I bought, <laughs> when I got this last truck, the Gazintas were introduced, and we talked about it. Oh, the, yeah, I the called gaz- him on
1: it. Yeah, the Gazintas are the uh, from the Beverly Hillbillies where Jethro would go. Oh. Two goes into four <laughs>
0: twice. <laughs> no, I, am a- that, th- I am that. Th- th- yeah. I am that smart. I didn't that, know Gazintas. It sounded like a big word.
1: That's exactly what it's meant to do. <laughs> if, if, by the way, you want to see some of the videos we produce for our sellers and buyers, head to dot com. Back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello.
3: Hey, Bob. It's Sarah. Yeah. I own a home in Oldham County,
1: yep. and it will sell for
3: about $250,000. All right. How long should it take to sell it if it's in good condition?
1: So if two guys leave the same city heading in opposite directions... How long will it take each? No, see, it's that type of question, unfortunately, Sarah. So here's the story. It all boils down to the price of the home, the condition of the home, location of the home. Even in Oldham County, there are some locations that will sell faster than others. And we are getting word, and I'm tracking this really closely, folks, so just understand that we're seeing a downturn in home sales. So here's what uh, the experts... And uh, I, I don't consider myself an expert, but I will tell you that uh, I watch what's happening market-wise. Uh, you are an expert, excuse right, well, me. I'm not going to call myself <laughs> an expert. But anyway, so interest rates popped up in yes. August, right? Now, we haven't hit – they actually went up, came down a little bit, but we're still higher than we were a year ago. Uh,
0: about, about a half to three-quarters of a point. Well, yes. that's, when you stop and think yeah. about what that means to a
1: potential oh, yeah. buyer, it cuts back the amount of house that they're able – to afford dramatically, yes. So those interest rates, and then what's happened is, and Randy, you know this, that a lot of buyers are back on the fence, going, "Okay, we're waiting for the interest rates to come back down again." Are they coming down? Uh, good luck. Yeah, no, you don't have a crystal <laughs> ball. No, them, and, I don't. Yeah. I don't think so. No, no, the, no and the, I the, really don't. The big groups that we're watching are saying, uh, "No, they're going to keep going up, unless." And hear me out loud and clear. I'm not taking any political sides here. I'm just simply stating what it is. If we see the economy slow down, as it has already on the East Coast, West Coast, and Southern Coasts, and our current president doesn't want to get uh, pinned against the wall for slowing the economy down, it's my prediction that he will do something to bring interest rates back down again.
0: Uh, I agree with that.
1: Yeah. Because I think at that point, he is now seeing the writing on the wall, and he doesn't want to be labeled as the one who stalled the economy after uh, things had gotten so good.
0: Especially with him being in the real estate world. I mean, you yeah, know, he, he I knows. mean, again, it doesn't yeah. matter, not political there, but yeah. he's, he's a real estate guy. It's pretty sure. obvious. Yeah.
1: Good so. or bad, whatever you think about it. It's just a, from where we sit, this is what I'm thinking. So back to the uh, question that uh, Sarah says. We're having success. I, I'm talking about our team personally, Greg and myself. We have a team of 20 agents, uh, admin, uh, four people. So we have a, a team that's well-oiled, basically, and we're seeing, in some cases,
2: sales within a day or two. Yeah, we, we we personally, not to toot our home, we haven't seen much of a slowdown. As a fact, year over year, we're up from where we were last year. Mm-hmm. But I have heard and from other agents around the market, and you can see the numbers on a national scale, that they have slowed a little bit in certain markets and that's when we get into inventory and price point and where you're at so you can dive deeper into this specific but what we're ta- you're talking about is how interest rates have kind of Slow things down slowed things naturally slowed this but, growth that we've seen but we're seeing yes. more
1: expensive homes slower so but yep. I will tell you we had was the one that we just sold the
2: one Million plus one was that? Oh yeah, in that one. Oldham or in Jefferson? That one was the in Jefferson. Prospect Prospect uh, in Jefferson County. Jefferson County on line yeah. There, uh, yeah, so we sold it. How many, how many days was that one? Like <sighs> a less than a week. Yeah, and it was it was a uh, one point two million dollar home, gorgeous home, home yeah, Rama home, and it's all about at that point marketing and getting yeah, it to the right. people. I agree. we had yeah. we had six showings in a day, and you don't usually see that in uh, no. a one point one million dollar no. home, but yeah. that's where I, I'll toot my own horn there. Toot it. And say, I'll toot uh, it for you. Check us out yeah. at at We Louisville on Instagram. It's another place you can see all the videos, three D tours, and stuff that we do to market your home. Or go to Lou, Louisville. Yeah, teach your
0: wife, Casey. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's well, well. She's, she was a dot dcom
1: Louisville3d.com is the other place to go. But no, yeah. uh, my point in this is basically, Sarah, that it is very possible that it will sell very quickly. So what I would tell you most in, most importantly is do not call us if you aren't ready to move. If you're ready to move, call us. If you're thinking about selling, call us. But if you call us, just don't say... Hey, I want to put my home on the market. We're happy to
2: consult. We're happy yeah. to help. But if you're not, what Bob is saying is don't call us if you aren't serious and ready because we're going to give you the tips, tricks, and tools to make sure that we do get it sold as quick as we know how to get it done.
1: Yeah, so. exactly. Back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sekulder, Louisville Real Estate Show News, Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Brad. Yeah. We're selling our home, and I have a question if the washer and dryer were located in the kitchen if it would be considered an appliance and have to remain with the home? This is a great Ooh, question, a really Brent. Good question. Yeah, because how, there are a lot of homes where the washer and dryer are in the kitchen, either in a closet in the kitchen or in the kitchen. And the contract basically says, and an agent may write, that all appliances in the kitchen to stay. So, Lee, from a legal perspective, and I trust your judgment here, on a legal perspective, uh, is the washer and dryer considered an appliance? If it's in the kitchen, or if even if it's not in the kitchen,
4: yeah, I think the question of what's appliances is a very good question. What's and, a laundry room? And. Um, yeah. In your contract, you can check off, I want the stove to stay, the microwave, the washer, the dryer. So the best thing to do is to outline it in your agreement. Uh, is, are these <laughs> items gonna stay? Because you could take all your appliances, theoretically, if you wanted to, sure. or you could leave them all. Mm-hmm. Or you could take the ones that are not attached, and you could leave the ones that it's are- It's the fixtures right, that we're worried about, exactly. right? exactly. So it really should be addressed in the contract. If not, um, then you know people are gonna call <laughs> what they think is an appliance. Uh, some people say a toaster's an appliance. You yeah. know? Are you going to leave yeah. your toaster? Probably not. But yes, I think you have to debate that uh, seen it, issue. Seen it but multiple
2: it. times and likely yeah. said, it, write it in. It's the best way to do right. it. Always be on top of it because I had a good friend who this happened to and yeah. and he bought a house and the wash and dryer were in the kitchen but they were in a little closet and they were taken because it was assumed that they on one side, he assumed they were going to stay and on the other side, well, they said, well, we know from the history that these things don't generally stay. So yeah. Write it in.
4: Right.
2: Right. And if, just so a
1: little they scenario, about one that. more thing here, folks. So if, let's say you're the seller and it's the contract that comes in and says all appliances to stay, and you say to your agent, hey, does that mean our washer and dryer? Now, the agent may call the buyer's agent and say, so are you including the washer and dryer? And they, maybe the agent for the buyer goes, no, it's it, it it does include the washer and dryer. Don't get it verbal. Get it in writing. Have right. them put an addendum together that says... I never said that. No, no, really. Said, no, yeah, no, no. yeah, right, exactly. A buyer agent <laughs> I said, may I never, I, never said never, I never said that. I never said that we wanted or we did want them. And we, so it's got to be in writing is what the point is. All right. right. When we come back, we're going to take a quickie break. When we come back, more of your calls. Now, also, why is selling your home a terrible idea? And if you're thinking of building, we may have... The perfect location for you. In the studios with us, Randy Rocky from Swan Financial at six four five zero seven three six. Also, Lee Harris, legal counsel, limestone title and escrow. And her direct number, 649 My son, Greg, you can reach him at greg at gregatweselllouisville.com. And you can reach me anytime, 376-5483. You are listening to the Louisville Real Estate Show on News Radio 840 WHAS. Need a home loan or refinancing? for additional cost information other restrictions may apply
2: in the real estate market sellers and buyers have great expectations and as a real estate agent you take pride in fulfilling them but some things are beyond your control So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact
4: HWA today.
3: Whether investing in the best entrepreneurs on Shark Tank or hiring the best real estate agents at the Corcoran Group, doing my homework on them ahead of time was critical. So which agent do I I recommend in your area. In Louisville, I would call Bob Sokola. Bob outsells every agent in Louisville year after year and attracts thousands of buyers every month. That's why he can guarantee to sell your home at a price and a deadline you agreed to, or Bob will buy it. Go to weselllouisville.com and get top dollar for your home. News
1: Radio 840 WHAS. The Louisville Real Estate Show here with you. You can reach me anytime, and we can talk about what Barbara Corcoran talks about from Shark Tank fame, 3765483. We come out, we agree at a price, we sell it. You can cancel it anytime with the real estate uh, real guaranteed sale program, and uh, we'd love to help you. Here in the studios, we've got Lee Harris, legal counsel, limestone title. Her direct number is 649-7964. Also, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645 0736, my son Greg, Greg at com, And uh, you can reach me, as I told you, 3765483. So, why is selling your home not necessarily a great idea? You can do it.
2: And a lot of people do. Of course, Bob, you would tell us this as a real estate agent. Well, of course. No, seriously, you can do it now. But, but Lee,
1: jump in on here. Randy, jump in where you think. Scams happen. Uh, Judy in Raleigh, North Carolina. Fell in love with a for sale by owner. She agreed not to use an agent and paid the homeowner three thousand dollars earnest money. The mm-hmm. homeowner changed his mind with no contract signed and no receipt. Judy lost all of her earnest money. She trusted the homeowner, and when she really should have trusted a real estate agent, which would put it in contract. It's all legal, and we come out. It's the money is held and in a broker, broker. account. Yeah, yeah. yeah, not in the pocket of the for sale by owner. Listen. Everybody makes a mistake, but in this case, a liability and you know, a for sale by owner is on the seller, a seller or buyer who doesn't have the representation of a licensed agent pays for those mistakes. Attorneys can close a real estate transaction, but they don't carry errors and in omissions insurance. So if something goes wrong, uh, we all, Greg and I, have errors and in omissions insurance that covers a problem. If a homeowner Sandy lists hardwood floors as a feature, and the buyer discovers it's just wood veneer, chances are Sandy is going to pay for that mistake because it says wood floors and they're only well formica. An agent would have either caught the mistake or covered it with its no insurance. Is a know insurance? The paperwork that we go through, just so you know, is daunting. I mean, there we do refresher courses. In fact, during the break. Lee and I were talking about the continuing education which is every year that all of us have to take um and so the 2015 National Association of Realtors profile of home buyers and sellers showed that understanding paperwork was one of the most difficult tasks of for sale by owners. Do you have disclosures? Are they filled out properly? Depending upon the state, there are a variety of legal forms that are needed, including and not limited to a sales contract, property property disclosures, occupancy agreements, lead uh, paint records, and that goes on and on. So these ready-made contracts that you can buy at the local store or download, they're not what they're necessarily necessarily cracked up to be. Also, sellers can get stuck in a bad deal like Frank For sale by owners who sign on the dotted line and then realize an error are stuck. They have to pay the buyer if they're willing or to just get out of the deal. Let a potential client know that you can save them from that headache by listing with an agent. There's a lot of things that agents do that don't necessarily translate to for sale by owners. It's it's not like selling a car.
2: No. It's just a lot more involved there.
1: Anyway, some of the reasons that you want to... If you sell your home, it's a terrible idea by yourself. You can get into some problems. Back to the phones we go. Good morning. Bob Secoder, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello.
3: Hi, Bob. This is Michelle.
4: And I know um, recently interest rates have gone up. So when are you expecting them to come back down uh, so I can buy then? Ah,
1: so, Michelle, we go to Randy. Thoughts coming down? I just don't
0: think they're coming yeah, we down. we talked about that. I, I really believe they're going up. And they will continue to rise, and if you look at history, that's that's the case. And, yeah. you know, yeah, history re- repeats itself. The roadmap, the I mean, what, what,
2: 30, 40 years ago, what, what, what were interest rates?
0: Fifteen percent, eight percent. That's t- right.
2: Around that, so yeah. you know, and I, and I speak, I guess, for my generation, we just we know nothing else but low interest rates. So I guess the fear is that this is where they're always going to be. But it's just repositioning your perspective in the roadmap of the way things should be. And, you, you
1: know, what I would tell you is jump now be, on buying yeah. and rather than waiting because mm-hmm. interest rates or the, the predictions are, again, as we mentioned earlier, unless uh, the government gets involved, they're going to continue to go up. All right. Well, summer, as we all know, is just about coming to an end, slowly coming to an end. But no. it is
4: bummer. And I know,
1: uh, never too late to look to for signs of problems with your house or your condominium. Jay Craft, who's a friend, he owns Aqualock, and he sees a number of homes each week. And the number one problem Jay
5: finds? Humidity in basements, humidity in the house. People aren't addressing the fact that it's been wet, it's hot, it's humid, and now what happens is all that humidity builds up in the basement. So then they start seeing a little white fuzz on some of their belongings in the basement, and then they want to know what's going on. Well, they could have circumvented a lot of this by either having the vents open in the basement or running a dehumidifier uh, and then having that drain into either a sump basin or through a drain on the basement floor. Uh, But what's happening now is, is once the mold starts, it very quickly compounds itself, and then that's when we have to get involved. Mold by nature of itself, not all mold is bad, but it can become bad? Yeah, well, it depends on the person. It depends on their respiratory system and their allergies and whatnot. Um, But, yeah, it's not necessarily bad that you've got it because there's mold everywhere. The bottom line is is that if it's left to its own devices, it will then grow and turn into something that can be uh, more of a problem at that point. And that's, again, when we get involved.
1: Yeah, and that's maybe too late at that point because it got a big expense. So if you want more information, Jay's a great guy. He'll talk to you at any time. You can reach the company, 502-495-9450. That's 495-9450. Back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sekoler, Lua Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello.
5: Hi, Bob. I have a question. Yeah. Uh, We're switching realtors. Our previous realtor told us we needed a smoke detector in our family room in the basement. Is that correct?
1: So let's look at the, and that's a great question. So Lee. Yes. Jefferson County Mm -hmm. is the only one who requires this, but they want smoke detectors. And what's the legal definition?
4: Any level that has a bedroom. Okay, So if you have a house that has a master on the first floor, some bedrooms on the second floor, and perhaps some kind of bedroom situation in your basement, then you need a lithium uh, or a 10-year... Hardwired, hardwired, or a lithium ten-year battery on each floor that has a potential for a bedroom.
1: That's a non-removable lithium right. battery smoke detector, and you right. can find those big box yeah. under the below they're, thirty
4: bucks. Yeah. yeah, not too expensive. Uh, or you can have it hardwired. Did you say
0: hard-wired. potential or uh, a potential bedroom? So yeah, so like if you so have if it's a basement, wide open,
4: well, basement? no, if you have a basement that has like some rooms where clearly like somebody's find using the teenagers, bedroom, yeah. right? Going right, to be oh, down yeah. there? Or yeah. Um, if it's just a big room, that's probably gotcha. not going to be. But, yeah, anywhere that, you know, a bedroom and is. That's,
1: and that's only in Jefferson County. It's right. not in Jefferson other surrounding county. counties. That's right. And it was done, and we've talked about this years ago, uh, the, basically county Jefferson said that people were dying because they would have a 9-volt battery. There wouldn't be a battery in there. They thought it was working it wasn't they take it out they take it, was it beeping out yeah. and
2: then it would they think that it was working properly so, and then they'd use
4: it j- for something else
1: but it's a good idea and i think you know other counties ought to a consider it or
2: yeah. control whatever
1: incidentally uh, incidentally the uh, speaking of changing brokers i received an email from buddy I won't use your last name he says my wife and i have a house listed with a different broker we listed that with them because of the agent we had worked with apparently they had worked with them but now that agent is going to another firm are we locked locked into our contract uh, which expires in the next couple of months, or is it possible to move to another agent like myself? Locked right? in. Well, they're locked in. Uh, to for, the brokerage. The, well, the first question is, the broker may allow the the seller, the agent, agent. to take the sure. listing to the other brokerage. Yes. Correctly.
4: Uh, yeah. There's several different ways that different brokerages handle this. The listings belong to the principal broker, whether you've never met the principal broker or not and you've only dealt with your agent, doesn't matter. It really belongs to the principal broker. Some have a policy that's, hey, if you leave, you take your listings with you, no problem. Some have a policy, if you leave, the listings stay with us, we'll assign someone else to your seller. Mm-hmm. And some have a, hey, let's deal with it on a case-by-case basis. So it really depends on what that broker's policy is, But, but... They don't automatically go with the agent.
1: And legally, you can contact another agent like myself or any of the great agents sure. throughout Southern Indiana or Louisville. but we cannot contact you.
4: Right. Period. If they contact you, you can... Uh, deal with, you can tell them. The we can details. talk to them, sure. but
1: we can't make the call to, to right. you as the seller to, yes. because you're listed with another agent. Uh, one more thing here if you're looking to build a home, we got a great suggestion for you and we've got a discount for you as well. Claymont Springs in Oldham County offers gently rolling streets and a wide selection of flat, walkout, and treed lots with sidewalks, city sewers, underground great utilities. They're great, yeah, great yeah. lots. And then this may be the place for you. It's a wonderful neighborhood, a great place to raise family in addition to award-winning Oldham County Schools and immediate access to Interstate 71 and Exit 14 in Crestwood. And the prices of these range from in the mid-60s up a little bit from there. You can bring your own builder or you can use one of the ones that we work with on a regular basis. Uh, the highlights of the Claymont Springs include a four-acre uh, preservation, uh, preservation area with proposed walking, hiking trails, fishing pond. There are restrictions that we can supply to you available upon request. And now, if you act now, in the next couple of months, we can get you 10% off of the uh, list price on those. So just know it's a great place. If you're thinking about building, uh, this may be the the
2: place to go. And check out our website, too. They're on com. all those lots. I went out and flow some drone footage and some stuff like that so you can see, get a good lay of the land.
1: Yeah, and we do this a lot now. We'll talk about some of the listings that we have. We are out of time. I thanks to Lee Harris, who is the legal counsel over at Limestone Title and Escrow at 649-7964. Great to have you here.
4: Thank you so much for having me, Bob.
1: My pleasure, my dear. And then also, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial. You can reach Randy at 645-0736. Good to see you, sir. Really enjoyed it. My son Greg, anytime you can reach him at uh, Greg at Weasel. at Weasel.
2: Greg at Weasel, little, at Weasel, little Instagram shows what we do.
1: Yep. And if you're thinking of selling your home and you'd like some more information, we have a 150 tip booklet, more than that. Send me an email, bob at com with the word selling information. You can also reach me at 3765483. 3. We are out of time. Hope you had a. Good Sunday so far. Have a great rest of the weekend. See you next week on News Radio 840 WHAS.